welcome to the Good Convo, Good People podcast with me, your host, Jordan DeLeon. And I want to thank everyone who listened to episode two with uh, my wife, Natalie. I appreciate all the love and all the support. Uh, I have another very special guest today, uh, my oldest sister, my only sister, Ashley DeLeon. Welcome, Ashley. Um, Yeah, introduce yourself, tell the people who you are, where you're from, what you do, and why you're doing it. Yeah, well, hi, everybody. Um, My name is Ashley. Um, A lot of people know me by my um, nickname that was given to me as a teenager and just my social media name, which is Zay. Um, I am a mother of three. I have three children. My oldest, my daughter, her name is Lilia. She will be 13 this year. And then my oldest son, Gianni, he will be 10. And then my baby, Nolan, he'll be four this year. Um, I am also happily engaged to Manuel. A lot of people know him by Chico. Um, I've been with him for a while. I am a small business owner. Um, I am a daughter, a sister, um, a friend, and um, an auntie. And I'm also... um, a dog mom. I have two bulldogs that, you know, I got because of quarantine. So yeah, that's me in a nutshell. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And you're the only, only girl out of, out of all of our siblings. Yeah. I'm an, the only girl. Well, I have a, we have a stepsister. Um, and then I myself have uh, nine brothers. I'm the second oldest out of all my brothers. Yeah. So, uh, so there's how many total? So there's four with um, our our parents. So Shannon and Phil. Yeah. And then we got uh, one brother with our our our, our mom. Ours, yeah. Who oh, yeah. who had to, with someone else, and then our dad has two other kids. Correct. Yeah, and so and the crazy thing is we're, we're all two years apart. Yeah. <laughs> so this is yeah our, most of us are yeah. This is our odd years. So um, you'll be thirty one, right? pause. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> I'm 29 <laughs> on hold. Yeah. Cause I turned 30, um, last year and that was kind of during the whole, you know, quarantine thing. So, so you missed I your just, dirty 30. Yeah. I missed my dirty 30. So I decided to pause. I'm 29. So we're, we're actually, the, we'll be the same age this year. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So our, our oldest brother, he'll, he'll be 33. Yes. We're both 29. Yes. Well, I'll be 29. <laughs> and then our, our brother, Daryl, he's, uh, he'll be 27. Yes. Uh, brother Donovan will be 25. Yeah, so Donovan's the baby on our mom's side, and he'll be 25, right? Yeah. And then uh, Brandon's 23. Yes. And then I I don't know Mike Michael's yeah. way younger. Yeah, right? Michael he's the same age as Leah, um, so he'll be 13. Okay, so he he missed the the two year mark. I always thought that was so cool. Like we're like. Two yeah, years. Two I mean, years it's apart. like it's yeah. like a year, some months, <laughs> or like a year, uh, nine months, things like that. But either way, it always ends up we're we're exactly two years apart. Another cool thing I, I remember I told you is uh, me, you, Philip, and Daryl were all born on the same day of the week. I think it's Thursday. Yeah. So our birthdays are always the same day of the week. So and there's a lot of 18s too. Yeah, because like I'm April 18th. Daryl is um, January. January 18th. Yeah. And then uh, your daughter was born a day after your yes. 18th birthday. <laughs> yeah, so she's, I'm April 18th and she's April 19th. So that's always just been a special thing for her and I, so. Yeah, nice nice way to spend your 18th birthday, right? Yeah. Yeah, so um, 
Yeah, I mean, not too many people. I mean, I touched on it a little bit, just kind of our, our story. Um, you know, it's definitely unique and, you know, it shapes us into the people we are today. Um, so uh, we we lived with um, our, our mother up until I was two. You were four. Yeah. Um, she lost custody of us. And, uh, you know, we, we all uh, were taken away from her. Um, I don't really remember too much of everything. I, I just know, like, I've always uh, lived with, with uh, Grandma Kathy. Yeah. Um, I think we lived together, too, for a little bit. But, um, I mean, do you remember anything, really, from from then? Um, I remember the day that we were taken away. Um, I just remember, you know, the, the police knocking at the door. Mom was sleeping. Me and Philip were obviously taking care of you and... Daryl was probably a baby. Yeah, no, Donovan was a baby, right? No, Donovan. Uh, Donovan wasn't born until like after all this. So Daryl had. He okay, was, so Daryl. Uh, he the was baby like then. yeah, a couple months. Yeah, I just remember it like, just piece by piece, like little pieces. I remember. Um, so I remember the police showing up, knocking at the door, and then I just remember us all in the back of a police car. Um, and then I just remember us being together for a while. Um, and then after that, kind of just going our separate ways. Um, I do remember just like our visits that we would have after we were being, sep- you know, after we were separated. Yeah. Um, I just remember, you know, our visits that we had with mom and dad. Um, yeah, I remember those two. I remember like that. I was always so excited because we'd always get hamburger, hamburger stand. Because yeah. I think it was, uh, <laughs> it's the... I don't know what building it is right there off of Federal. Yeah. It's like the Denver Health area. Uh, the, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, it's right across. Is it? It's like right before. Is it? It's, it's like after before. 10th. It's like yeah. before the, uh, on Federal, before uh, the Mile High Stadium. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I don't I don't remember much. But, um, yeah, I mean, another thing that kind of like uh, that I thought of is like, so you, you pr- I mean, you're kind of like the head of like our families, like our siblings yeah definitely. just because i mean like you know like our, our mom's obviously not there but like you've you've always been like that so i remember hearing you tell me stories and i think grandma told me stories too where like you're taking care of us like yeah. you, you know you're changing our diapers you're feeding us yeah. and uh you've always had like that motherly like instinct for us definitely um, I do remember that I took care of you. I, like I said, Philip, Philip's the oldest, but I feel like I'm, I've always been like the one in charge. I'm very bossy. So I, I seem to take over and I just, I definitely remember taking care of, um, you guys when we were little, even, you know, growing up to, you know, when I did, when we did get back in touch after being separated, I feel like you just went right into that role. Like yeah. it is like nothing changed. Like, yeah. I know, because when we, we lived with Philip, I think I was still in high school, and, and we lived right there off a of grove with him. Like, mm-hmm. you're, you're you're like the mother. Like, you're, yeah. you know what I mean? Making sure we the eat. Yeah, cleaning. <laughs> and you've just always kind of just had that, like, natural role. Um, yeah, so I, um, so yeah, I think, so we did live together briefly uh, with, with, with my grandma, grandma Kathy. Yeah, and then, I don't remember. You know, that's one, I, one thing I don't remember is... Um, living with you and grandma yeah I, I don't think it was that long yeah um and then I mean I don't know exactly what happened but then uh you you went into uh, foster care right yeah well I went um with Philip to grandma Carrie's and grandpa Phil's I stayed with them for a while um I don't remember what happened 
I think that? what I was always told was that um, that I guess if you have like a boy and a girl, they have to have two separate rooms. And I think neither of them had separate rooms for us. I mean, I don't, I don't know if that's 100% or something, but I think that's what happened. I, okay. And I always heard that you would always like you would cry for like our mom yeah. and um, like I think the the counselors or whoever the social services or whatever they they saw it as like you being like um, like unfit okay. and then they they were told that uh, that either one of our grandmas was like taking you, you, us to still see your mom and like just all this mess or whatever so that's what I was always told and what happened yeah um, but yeah you ended up going to foster care yeah so I was in foster care for a while um and then I ended up going with the family which um is my mom and dad today um they adopted me um as well as two of my brothers they had um a son through themselves so they had their own son and then they had two foster kids and then me and then they ended up adopting me and the other two um when I was seven years old so Yep, those are still my parents today. I love them dearly, and I am very grateful for them. Were you? Did you take like that that mom role with your brothers I with did, them too? Yes, I'm. Like I said, I'm in charge. You know, with you know, with you guys, and then with my family, with them too. They know. So no, where you? No matter where you go, you're yeah. the boss. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not just the boss. I just feel like I'm very overprotective of people that I love, especially my brothers. Um, so I I feel like that's what it is. It's just I'm like. You know, I, I, and I like to tell them what to do, but I also, you know, I want them to know that I love them and I will, like, always take care of them. And so, yeah. Yeah, and I, I know from, like, my point of view, and I'm sure, like, our other brothers can agree. Um, I mean, like, obviously, I mean, my, my grandma was, like, my mom, but you were, like, that, that, that like, second, second mom or, like, yeah. um, just, like, the cool mom that I needed because, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, grandma was strict or whatever but yeah. I, you, you were like that that cool mom that I needed and I mean to this day I mean I, I think um in my opinion I think out of all the siblings I'm, I'm the closest to you and I think it's always kind of been that way yeah same for me uh, I think like, we just kind of attached even when we were little you know when we were really little you know just hearing stories about us just being so close I don't know if it's just in the age or because we look alike or <laughs> what yeah. it is. But and people thought we were twins, too, yeah. when we were, we were babies. They, they always thought we were twins. Yeah. And then just, like, you know, when you were in high school, like, you were always with me. Yeah. I used to let you drive my car. <laughs> um, you would always hang out with my friends. So. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so. Um, so, yeah, well, we ended up, like, connecting later down the road. Um, but, like. So, so you you lived with Adrian and Kelly yeah. uh, since you were seven mm-hmm. up until like what like sixteen I think or may- maybe a little bit longer. Well, so I well I was adopted when I was seven by them, um, and then I lived with them for a while without any contact with you know with you guys or grandma and grandpa, mom and dad, um, until I was about fourteen years old, and that's kind of when I started getting you know really like curious about mom and dad and you guys and so my mom um kelly is her name she got in contact with grandma carrie um and she talked to her for a bit dad was in prison um but mom was around we say vacations yeah okay, <laughs> he, vacation. was <laughs> he was on vacation he was on vacation um so yeah 
I ended up meeting with you, Grandma, and Mom, and Philip. I remember that. I think we met at like a park, but I remember before that, um, I think Kelly or, or, uh, reached out to Grandma and like, uh, I think we, we had a call first. Like yeah, I think, so was it Grandma Carrie or was it Grandma Popcorn? I think... <laughs> or Grandma Kathy. <laughs> and we'll explain that story yeah, in a minute. But uh, yeah, so my, my grandma, the one that raised me, um, I, I think it might have been... I think it was Grandma. Yeah, because I remember like she'd tell me like, hey, your, your sister Ashley, she wants to like reach out to you yeah. and like talk to you. And I'm like, yeah. So then I think you called and like... Um, I remember we we're in our apartment. And, I mean, this is when they, they had the, the cord in the wall phone mm-hmm. and like, you know, I, I remember, remember calling you. Yeah. And, uh, we just sat there and just like had like a three hour yeah, conversation just like about, you know, like just catching up and that and, was before we met at the park. Yeah. And so, so yeah. then we scheduled, um, I think Callie and, and grandma like scheduled time for us to meet up and, w- and we met up at Barnum and, um, yeah, I mean that like. It's it's crazy because like, and that's kind of why I wanted to like have you on here is just kind of like just tell like our story because it's so interesting. So like I mean we're we're blood siblings, same parents, and uh, we're pretty much I mean like we have brief memories of each other at that point, but we're pretty much meeting for the first time. Yeah. And um like just starting like picking up where we left off, and I think that's exactly what we did because soon as like exactly. we met, like we were just like. It was like nothing changed. Yeah, Yeah, it was the same. Yeah, I agree. Um, Yeah, so like I told you, I feel like we spent more. We actually have. We spent more years together um, than we did being apart. So, yeah. So it was that day at the park. So it had to have been grandma. Um, Yeah, we met then. And then I kind of got more. I don't know. I kind of got like just like this overwhelming feeling of just being around my family like it was just always like a piece of me that was missing so I decided for a while to stay with mom um yeah because we lived with her I think in that apartment that that I was living in with grandma yeah and um we lived with her for a while um off and on I kept going back to her but somehow I always ended up going back to my parents yeah because it was just a better this is a better environment. And environment, I think environment for sure. And so, um, I don't know, I don't want to get too deep into it, but like I think uh you really didn't know what like she was going through and, and like where she was at in her life. Yeah. And um uh whereas like I like I grew up seeing it, seeing it. Because yeah. um so I mean I, I grew up with her pretty much my whole life uh like you know what I mean she lived with me and my grandma and uh you know I I did see her a lot more but I kind of seen her um just transition into that lifestyle and and the the path that she chose Mm -hmm. so whereas like you came in and um you you know what I mean like your your thing is like you know I want to meet my mom I want to know my mom and I you know I want to see all this um and you kind of got hit with you know what I mean? Like I said, that, that life she was living. And so, um, you, you got to see, you know, exactly what, what I, what me and, you know, our, uh, Philip been seeing like our, our whole lives pretty much. Cause me and Philip kept a close relationship. So he's our oldest brother. We kept a close relationship throughout. I think he, I mean, he's until I started talking to you, he was the only sibling that I talked to, uh, just because, um, he, he went with our, our dad's mom and dad, and I went with my mom's mom. 
So, um, so yeah, so you kind of just got to see that side. And I, I think that was like a little bit of like, um, like a heartbreak for you because, uh, just to see her live that life. But, uh, we, we, I remember we lived with, uh, her boyfriend, Randy. Yeah. We went to school together, which uh, which I always cherish. Yeah, it was yeah. like it was like cool to me because like I I never got you know what I mean. I didn't get to grow up with my siblings, and um, for us to go to school together, that was like the world to me. That yeah. was like like awesome. Like that you were older because so cool. you were because uh, when I was a freshman, you were a junior, a junior, mm-hmm. and so you were right? like yeah, yeah, I was a junior because you were what class of two thousand eight. Yeah. Okay, so I was two thousand ten. Yeah. And so you're like, so you're, I mean, it was like hanging out with the older and I was hanging out with all your friends that were yeah. older. And it was just like, I was like your little, little kid brother, like just tailing you along. Um, so yeah, I mean, that was exciting. Um, and then, then we lived with Philip mm-hmm. for a couple of months and we were being little hooligans. Yeah, <laughs> we were. That was our party days. Yeah, that was. Those were probably though, like my favorite memories was when he lived off of, was it Grove? Yeah, Grove. It was, like, off of Federal and Grove by that yeah. library over there. Yeah, those so are, like, perf- the best times because, like, I mean, we – I mean, it wasn't just about the partying. It was just about us three being yeah, together. Yeah, being together. Yeah, for sure. We kind of took over. Yeah. <laughs> As yeah, poor Philip. Sad. But I feel like, you know, the, uh, to me that was, uh, you know, one of the greatest parts of my life was us being together, living with Philip. Um, and just kind of doing what we wanted, you know? Yeah, I mean, we were, like, living, like, free. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? We had no parents. Um, like, I mean, we had you to keep us in check. Yeah. <laughs> you still went to school. Yeah. I, Grandma, yeah, you, you still went to school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you and you made sure of that. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that, that was, like, that was, like, awesome. And, like, something I always hold true to my heart is kind of, like, we got, instead of having, like, the childhood of being, like, you know, like, a uh, little, like, you know, little, little kids, yeah. like, 10, mm-hmm. you know, 8 and 6 years old, like, we got to, I think we got to appreciate it more, and whereas, like, you know, we got to make up for lost time, and we yeah. and we definitely did that. We did, for sure. And then, uh, you know, after, even after that, I mean, uh, you know, once you and Manuel got together, uh, I was I was still like a, a little tail. I mean, yeah, you were. You <laughs> I had my own apartment. And I would I would I was more at your apartment yeah. than I was at mine. At yours. I always say that you know you were my kid before I had kids, so you were like I my got first you ready. kid. Yeah. <laughs> so when we got you know me and Manuel got together, um, you were always over there. I think just because I feel like you got closer to him than you did with me when we got together. But you were all you know you were always at our house. Um, you did a lot of things with us, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was like, it was like you, Manuel, and Lalia, and then me. And then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a party of four, and uh, and that's why I mean, that's why I, I baptized your uh, uh, Gianni, Gianni, your yeah. first son, mm-hmm. your second child. Yeah, is just because we were that close. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I I think with Manuel, like I've. Um, and like no disrespect to my, my, uh, to Philip, but like I, he was like that big brother. Yeah. And, um, we have like the same personality, like, like we could, we could crack the same jokes and like nobody else would get it, but like me and him. Yeah. And and so I think we, we've always had like that close bond. Yeah. Um, I agree. You guys are immature together. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) No, you guys do have the same, um, personalities. So it's like. You guys joke around, you guys, like, talk shit, and 
you guys fight so i I feel like he's definitely like a big bro to you yeah like we we've always had those like falling outs and i think we're both pretty stubborn yeah because sure. they're like well i'm not gonna talk to him if he's not yeah, talking talk to me, to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what i mean by immature <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh no he and he's awesome i mean he's um you know i, I won't tell his whole story but he does have an interesting story oh, and he i does, think for sure i think um uh you know getting with you and uh because uh lalia uh, she ha- she has a different father yes and so like when you two got together you're uh, it was like a package and like, yes he really like accepted that and yeah and stepped up to it and so like that's why i have like the most respect for him because you know that that's kind of hard to do is for sure i you know, agree. take care of a child that that's not yours that's not yours yeah i agree that was so I had, so we got together when Lilia was one years old. Um, and so actually we were just talking about this the other day where I was like, he has done so much. Like he's been a part, like she has her dad um, and he's, you know, I say he's a good dad. He's always been a part of her life, but I feel like Manuel's been more of a father figure for her. Like he's there for, you know, all her school stuff, first day of, you know, preschool kindergarten first grade now she'll be going into eighth grade this year or that's so August. crazy to hear that um, <laughs> i'm like whoa yeah because i mean i was there when she was born uh-huh. and like to see her and i mean she's turning into a young woman yeah. like that's 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 so crazy and um, we'll touch on that too how it is to raise a, a you know a transitioning yeah. teenager yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah so um but he's always been a part of you know her life and um yeah, he's. I think he's a great, you know, dad just in general with, you know, my, my yeah, boys. And so. Yeah, he loves his boys. Yeah, and, he does. Um, yeah, I mean, and um, like, yeah. So I mean, I I, I baptized Gianni. Yes. Uh, he, yeah. I mean, I he was like he was like I would always say like before um, that I I didn't want kids because like he he was like not my kid yeah, but like I yeah he was special to me and so like I could get like my my fix with like hanging out with him and 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 I was like young too I mean I, I think you know that was before I met Natalie and but I you know he's my who and mm-hmm. <laughs> that that's my name I call him but yeah and um your baby Nolan yes my baby um yeah I mean he's He's definitely, you know, he's something he's a little special. brute. Yeah, he's he, something special. Yeah, <laughs> and I know you don't want to say you have favorites, but <laughs> no, I love my kids all the same. I do. There, you know, the love for them is is equal. I was just at a rough um, place in my life when I got pregnant with Nolan. Um, it, you know, I it's kind of when I I had like you know anxiety and just I was just not at a good place and um, so. I had a miscarriage, so I was pregnant before Nolan, and I had a miscarriage, um, and then I didn't plan to have children after that, or any more kids after that, and so Nolan kind of just happened, and then when I was pregnant with Nolan, um, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't supposed to make it. I was supposed to have a miscarriage with him, too, but, um, you know, here he is. Yeah. He ended up, you know, making it, so he's special to me. Yeah, and... Um, like I knew all that, but like kind of hearing you say that, like it, it makes sense now, like why he's so special yeah. to you, this, this special boy. Yeah, he wasn't. <laughs> so wasn't was it like a, uh, they call it a, a is it a rainbow? Oh baby? yeah. He's my rainbow, rainbow baby. baby. And, um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think that that makes sense why 
you know, he's so, you're so close to him. Yeah. But like, I mean, you know, <laughs> he's, I mean, he's not like you're, you only favorite him. Like you're, you're good to all your kids yes, and you I have all my kids. different relationships with all your kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and saying that, uh, how has the homeschooling been going? It's been rough, really rough. Um, so they have been doing the online school, um, Pretty much since school started back in August, they kind of shut us down. They started it and they shut it, you know, shut it down. Um, so they were doing the online and it's been really rough. It's been hard. Um, so for Leah, she's in seventh grade. Um, so middle school is a whole different ball game for her. And it's just, I think for her, it's just like, well, I'd say for both of them, the fact that they are at home. They feel like, you know, they don't have to get up. They don't have to get ready. They can, you know, jump off the computer and have snacks and play around with the dogs. And so it's been a battle um, for us. So for me and Manuel, it's kind of been like a conflict between us because he he's, he's a helicopter dad. <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't think that he doesn't want the kids in school um, at all. He thinks that they should just do online. And for me, I feel like they should be in school. And that's that's due to COVID, just to D- clarify Yeah, yeah that. this yeah. is due to COVID. Um, so I feel like they should be in school. But now, um, I don't know. It's because Leah was supposed to start school on Monday. And one kid tested positive, And they ended up shutting the whole school down for two weeks. So she doesn't go back to school. So I'm kind of like, hmm. And, I don't know. And it makes you like wonder and like 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 do you really want to send them back like just like for those instances? Yeah. And uh that sucks too because like I feel like she's kind of mi- like middle school like yeah. I mean I don't know how it was for you but like for me like I mean it's that transitioning and yeah. from from a little kid to like a a teenager and um she's kind of like missing out on that and that that definitely I mean that that sucks and I mean there's a lot of kids I mean not just with the middle schoolers but the high schoolers yeah. too like I feel so bad for for these last two senior senior classes yeah, me too because like the sen- senior year you know what I mean that's like that's your transition from teenager to adult yeah and they're they're missing out on that or just graduating from high school you know that's a big you know a big step in life so yeah middle school I feel like is like the years that make you I feel like, you know, you become, you transition into kind of the person that you're going to be. Um, so, yeah, it's been pretty rough for her. She's been dealing with a lot of anxiety um, and then, like, loss of friends. Um, yeah, they miss out on, like, just that whole social interaction. Yeah. And I, I think that's, like, so critical. And, like, I get both sides of it. Like, one, like, yeah, you want to keep your children safe. You don't, mm-hmm. you know, you want to keep them away from, from this um, this virus and um you know in that aspect but at the same time like you know kids got to be kids and yeah. you know what i mean they, they need that social interaction and and uh i was listening to uh this podcast with joe rogan and um there's a guy on there who's just speaking on that and just saying like like we're kind of he the way he put it is like we're kind of like harming the kids more than we are like helping them mm-hmm. by keeping them safe because like i mean that that can develop like you said Lalia's dealing with anxiety and and that and uh, that's something we'll touch on too because I mean that's something me and you both have struggled with but um I mean to be that young and to like have that anxiety like I remember when I first started like dealing with anxiety and like just like 
it's a whole different ball game than what it is now. Like, you know, it's definitely tough now, but I'm able to deal with it. But being that young and like not knowing these feelings that you're having and it's scary and it's, you know what I mean? And like we're, we're pushing, you know, our, our kids into that. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely a tough time. Um, so, I mean, like, what would you say, like, if, if you were in charge, like what, what, rules are like what path would you take as far as like the school system sorry to put you on the spot like that but I mean just like just coming from like a mother that's that's you know dealing with this the school stuff right now like what, what what's your input on it or like what's your thoughts I don't know it's hard it's hard to say because like I said I'm more for I think that the kids should be in school um more you know for like you know inner for learning mostly, but like also interacting and being around kids. Cause I feel like, well, even when I took Leah to the doctor too, you know, her doctor was like, we've been seeing a lot of kids, you know, that have, you know, started to become depressed just from, you know, being at home or not being um, involved in school. So I don't know. That's, that's kind of a hard question. Uh, Cause I'm more for, you know, they should be in school, but also it's like... You want to keep them safe. Yeah, I want to keep my kids safe. Um, so we've already had, you know, the virus. We had it back in August, I think it was, or yeah. November, some, somewhere. Some, yeah, somewhere around. It was time. right before the holidays. So, um, so I know how it is to have it. And um, my kids, you know, were around it. They didn't get tested, but they were sick with us. So I'm pretty sure that they had it. And they bounced back. Like, Nolan was sick for two days. Gianni was sick maybe, yeah, one or two days. And he was perfectly fine right after. Um, but the scary thing about it is because I remember uh, Manuel was telling me the, the story. Like, he, he didn't even know he yeah, had it. <laughs> that's the thing, yeah. I don't know. When it comes to, you know, talking about, you know, coronavirus, there's just so many, I don't know. It's just like there's so many things to say or, you know, because like you hear this and you hear that. And I don't know, just after having it, I feel like it's very serious. Um, but I don't want to live, I, I don't want my kids to live life being scared and like always constantly thinking about it yeah you know this, what I mean? this fear yeah and, um no they're I, so young you know yeah like this is the last thing they should have to like sit here and like they should be like worried about like just being a kid and it sucks because i mean like i'm on the different end so where you know i have an eight month year old that's yeah. like growing up during all this and it's um like it sucks like it you know what i mean it it's affecting um, I don't know how to put it, but like, it's affecting like a lot of like time being spent with people. Cause like, For you sure. know what I mean? The, she doesn't really get to see like too much of her family just because yeah. of having that fear. And, um, like you went and seen her, uh, I think what, maybe like a week, yeah, a couple weeks we, after yeah. she was born. But even then I was like so nervous cause it was kind of still new, you know, we were, it was right after quarantine, right? Or we were still, yeah. Cause we got. I think we were kind of coming out, out of, of it. it yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Manuel didn't, and the kids didn't get to see her until um, I think she was like six months, I think. Really? Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Around, around that time. Yeah. 
Um, and like that sucks because yeah, like, does. you know, like with me and you, like family is everything. Yeah. And, you know, even though we're not the, the closest to like every single one of our family or there's certain families we don't talk to, like it's me and you, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like having that family between me and you was like super important. So like, it's, it's hard, you know? And I, I think, um, when we were planning for, um, like the kids Emmanuel to meet her, that's when, that's when you, you got COVID. Oh yeah. That's why it pushed back. Yeah. Yeah. And, um. Uh, yeah it's, it's it's hard definitely you know what I mean and like just becoming a father for the first time is is definitely hard and on top of that you got to throw COVID in yeah. and all that and so it, it's it sucks you know I, I'm I'm trying to be optimistic and hope everything clears out you know by you know not going to say it's going to be 100% gone but um at least to where we can go back to being normal uh sure. Natalie got her vaccine on um what was it, on Friday yeah. she went and got it I'm gonna as soon as I'm able to I I know I am uh I mean what do you what do you think are where's your thoughts on it so I was just talking actually to two of my friends my good friends about the whole vaccine thing and I feel like I don't know it's kind of um it's kind of I don't know because you know I'm it's vaccinated like a, I'm vaccinated my kids are vaccinated and Manuel does not want to get the vaccine and he doesn't want us to but I'm kind of like I don't know I, I, I might, I feel like if you work in the healthcare, like healthcare field, like Natalie, um, my best friend, Irene, she works at Denver health. I feel like if you're a part if of you're that, in that mix. yeah, if you're around it, then you should definitely get the vaccine. Yeah. See, I like, I'm not like, cause I don't know, like kind of my research and like things that I've heard about it is like people our age, like we don't really need it. Yeah. Um, it should be for the the high risk, so like the elder elderly, uh, pe- like you said, the healthcare workers, people in the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as long as, and I think that's kind of why I started my my whole health trip and like just kind of changing my diet and building my immune system. Yeah, I think if if we're you know taking care of our bodies and making sure we're healthy and building that immune system, like we're gonna be fine. Like I think I'm I'm gonna get the vac. I'll if it's available. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they, they vaccinated everyone that they needed to, and they're like, all right, you know, for those who want to come, do it. Because I, I was so against the flu shot. I was that guy yeah. that was like, oh, they're going to plant microchips <laughs> in you. And That's kind of how it is. Like, for me, more is like it's like a conspiracy yeah. thing, you know? And, and the, Facebook will, will do that yeah, to you. Yeah, you know it destroys what I mean? you. Yeah, then, you know what I mean? And it's like, I, I kind of hate, like, the path that, like, social media is going and, like, mm-hmm. that conspiracy theory and, like, they're – and I was all for that. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, they're going to put microchips in you. Yeah, <laughs> and that's, I th- yeah. And I, I think uh, Natalie kind of, like, brought me back to earth with that because I was like, like, they ain't putting no microchip in me. Like, fuck that. Yeah, I'm surprised. <laughs> now, talking to you, I'm surprised that you're, like, you know, you're for it. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, and she was like, they could microchip me. She's like, what are they going to find? Like, what am I doing? Like, if they want to follow me, like, what do I have? for them to say like at the same time you know it's definitely but then she was like that's crazy like you really think that and it's all because of facebook it's something yeah. that somebody read on facebook mm-hmm. and it, and i think that's and um you know that's kind of just pushing people towards that like you know what i mean i i i think now you know i'm just gonna try to do everything that i can to make this process easier yeah. um you know i i you know, we see all the people, uh, you know, still partying and not taking it serious. And, you know, that that's what's holding us up. That's what's keeping us under these restrictions. And, um, you know, if everyone just did their part, you know, we could get out of this. Um, 
I feel like it's the people that, you know, do the, like the most as far as like staying clean, washing their hands, staying away from people. I feel like they're the ones more that, you know, caught the virus than, you know, the people that are, you know, partying. And and I think uh, me and Natalie said that on, on, uh, when we did the episode, we're like, like, how is it fair? Like, you know, we're, we're staying home. We're, we're doing what we're supposed to do. Like you, yeah. I mean, like, um, cause you said at first, like Manuel, like he wouldn't even let the kids go outside. Yeah. Like he was like super like, um, like protective as far as like, you know, trying to get the virus and like yeah. you guys haven't gone out. Like, you know what I mean? You, you wash your hands, you mm-hmm. wear masks. We, and we are the same. And, you know, fortunately we haven't caught it yet, but like you did. And it's like, like, how is that? Like, how is that fair? Like yeah. you see people over there sharing bottles and yeah. drinking together and like partying, like there's, you know, like it's nothing. And then like, boom, you guys hit it. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's crazy <laughs> the way that, I don't know, it works out like yeah. that. Like I, I definitely don't wish COVID on nobody, but, no. um, like, but at the same time, like, how is that fair? But, um. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to touch because me and you kind of um, are similar with like our anxiety and, you know, we've we've had conversations and because we both experience it, too. Mm-hmm. And I, I think you'd mentioned that it, yours really rose during uh, COVID and all yeah, that. Yeah, COVID. So it started, you know, um, I've always had it like, you know, off and on, but it was not as bad as it was last year. So back in July. So, and I think just, you know, it could have been because of the whole, you know, COVID thing, just staying home and not, you know, you know, interacting with people and being out and about like I usually was, I was just stuck at home. And then, um, so I work from home And then I was also with the kids in their school. So I kind of felt like stuck at home. Cabin fever or something. Yeah. So I got, you know, my anxiety hit really, really bad back in July. Um, And I think just being depressed because I was, we were supposed to get married in July. Um, Yeah. And um, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. But uh, yeah, I mean, we we both lost a lot in in 2020 as far as like experiences and things. So yeah. yeah, go ahead. I mean, you yeah. you, you, you were planning a wedding. Yeah, we planned we planned to get married in um, Vegas in July, and that was, you know, we had to cancel that. So I was kind of bummed out about that too. So it kind of like caused me to be a little, you know, just being depressed from being, you know, stuck inside. And then my anxiety started, and um, it was just really really bad. It was a hard year for me, you know, from about July to I'd say about November I had like severe panic attacks like I was not doing okay I was not you know in a good place um so um even like even last night I actually woke up in the middle of the night and I had like really bad anxiety so it's not like that I haven't you know stopped having it it's just gotten a lot better for me and um I think what's really helped me was, you know, getting into the Lord, um, getting into church, um, reading the Bible, reading scriptures, um, just my faith, I feel like, um, has helped me a lot. And that's awesome, because, um, yeah, I mean, we, we've had conversations about it, and I think uh, you finding that and going to church and, mm-hmm. and, you know, reading the Bible more has has helped you. 
And I, I think that's good, you know, rather than sitting there, um, you know, uh, going to medication or, or going yeah. to the doctor. Because I know with my anxiety, uh, like, I never want to go to the doctor for it because, like, I, I didn't want to get prescribed all yeah. these pills. Like, I, I was super against, like, any type of medication and, and like that. And so that that's awesome. You, you found a different outlet and a different avenue. Uh, like, I, I've done therapy before, and it does help. But um, you definitely need, like, something as far as, like, um, like non-medication things to, to help you transition to that. And, uh, um, yeah, so, I mean, it, it's been working for you. Um, another thing that I, I think, because I think our anxieties are different. Yours is more, like, panic. Yeah. And mine's more, like... Um, like depersonalization, like for those who don't know, it's uh, the best way I could describe it is like you're in your body, but you're like watching yourself. Like it's not like you can't be like in tune with reality and um, not not like a schizophrenic type of thing, but it, it's just it's a form of anxiety. And um, it's like a there's like a fight for flight trigger inside my head to where like I, I can be sitting here and something will just switch and like I, I get this feeling as if like you know I'm like I'm watching myself uh, from outside of my body and um, kind of reading up on it and you know I'll, I'll definitely record uh, a podcast in the future about this but I just wanted to touch on it a little bit uh, part of that stems from like childhood trauma and I think maybe some of your anxiety um, comes from just how we grew up yeah and and things we experience and and you know i think a child being ripped away from its mother is probably the worst thing that you can do for a, a, a kid yeah for sure and um i'm starting to see as the older i get the more that affects me mentally i think i'm i finally accepted um the situation because i remember when i was younger and i don't know if you you were the same if you want to touch on it like i was i was always so like angry about it and like why me like why 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 did this have to happen to me and like why do I have to go through this and like was just so angry and, and hurt about it and um I think the older I got um I kind of more like changed my mindset like um and I I've, I've said this a million times everything happens for a reason mm -hmm. and um good or bad you know even though you know, it, it, it might be the worst situation, like the thing with my DUI, you know, something horrible like that. Um, everything happens for a reason, good or bad. And what it does is it just changes the path that you're going into a different direction and what you're supposed to do. And so I always think like if like what would life be like if we did grow up with both of our parents? You know what I mean? And we did grow up together like it wouldn't have been a picket mm -hmm. fence and, you know, this beautiful life would it would have be been hard same, yeah. like we, we were living in the sun valley pro projects mm -hmm. um our dad was wasn't around yeah. uh you know he was on vacation mm -hmm. um our mom was doing things she shouldn't have been doing um and we would have been you know what i mean we would have been those, those pr project kids you, you know no disrespect to anyone that grew up like yeah. that but by all means yeah. you know what i mean but we'd have been living that like life of poverty like growing up on welfare and, and um like that type of lifestyle so, and who knows where it would have been you know what I mean like me and uh like we could have got in trouble like we could have grew up in the streets and like got into gangs and um 
living that path. type yeah, of lifestyle. Yeah, the path of them. Maybe. Yeah, or get into drugs mm-hmm. and um, like living that life. So whereas, you know, something so horrible is like we had to be split up as a family. Um, you know, that happened for a reason. And yeah. I mean, you're, you're doing great. You know what I mean? You, you, uh, and we're going to talk about this. You know, I, I wanted you to, to I know talk we have about so your, much to talk yeah, about. We'll we be here for yet. days, <laughs> I'm telling you. But um, like you're doing great. Like you're raising your, you know, you're, you have your family. You're yes. raising your kids. Um, you know, you started your, your small business. Yes. Um, you know, you're, you're not where you want to be, but you're getting there. Yeah. And you know what I mean? If, if we would have grew up and were raised how we were going to be like we we would be in two different places and I, sure I, I agree I'm, I'm I'm grateful that happened and it shaped me I say that all the time I say I you know you know I say um I'm very grateful you know f- to have been through or to go through what I did you know because it would not you know like you said we would be you know I would be different for sure um, but it also helped me to be a better mom to my kids. Um, I feel like since we, you know, I had my mom and dad, you know, that they adopted me. But, you know, just, you know, going through what I went through and then seeing mom and dad go through what they went through and all the things that they did. I told myself, you know, if I ever have kids, I will never, ever in my life leave them. Like, and you will have to, like, you'll have to you know off me yeah <laughs> in order and same same thing for me i'm like yeah like i'm i'm never like yeah. lila like and that was always my biggest thing like i wanted to be the absolute best father that i can ever be and i wanted to give my kids everything that mm-hmm. i never had and like um so like i mean you had adrian and kelly yeah. and, and i had um my grandma and uh herman who's who i call my dad mm-hmm. um and that <laughs> I was actually talking to him about that yesterday because, like, growing up, I would be like, yeah, that's my grandma and that's my dad. That's my dad. <laughs> and they're like, like, why is your grandma kissing your dad? Yeah. <laughs> like, why, <laughs> like, why is it, like what's, what's going on in uh-huh. that family? Yeah. Um, but I, I call him my dad because uh, he, he raised me. But so, you know, we were fortunate to have those parent figures mm-hmm. in our life. And um, but I think uh, to, to go back to what I was saying, like, I wanted to give Lila the life that I never had mm-hmm. in the most positive way and just always be there for her and like I I don't know like I like you said you would have to kill me to get away yeah, from my daughter like, for sure like you will never take away my kids like there there would be nothing for me to do that you know would give anybody a reason to take away my kids like it, it's just not happening even if like like you know like we sep- like me and Manuel separated like he already knows I'm getting the kids like those are my kids you know you just you live differently for for your kids when you have them. I, yeah, and I think just how we everything that happened to us, we have like that much more yeah. like appreciation and like love and like um like just that strong feeling for our kids. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm so protective over Lila. And yeah. Like like any little thing like to like I'll str- like <laughs> me and Ellie went on a walk and like I'm just sitting there and it was like the summer and I was just like like what if somebody runs by and they have COVID and I'm like there's bees out here <laughs> and the sun's too hot. What if she gets too hot? And what if a car cut like, and I'm just like have all these things and it's yeah. just like, I'm so protective of, over her. And yeah, like it's, I think it gives us that more just, we're just that much more better of parents because, because of yeah our situation because and what of, we went through. I agree. Yes. 
Yeah, because I'm, I'm like, I, I could be a bad anything in my life. I could, you know, be a, um, you know, a bad driver, a bad uh, listener, a bad whatever. But the one thing I refuse to be is a bad father. Yeah. I will never, I will never be a, a bad father, a bad parent. Um, you know, I, I give Lila my 110% with everything that I do. And I feel like I owe her that because... Um, like I, I never want her to grow up and experience things that, that I had to deal with or like oh, that just anxiety, feel the way yeah, that, you did, you that know? like loneliness and yeah. that emptiness and that, like, I never want her to ever feel that because it sucks. Like, you know what I mean? Like being like, I, like I said, and you know, it, it breaks my heart to hear like Lalia dealing with that anxiety and that, yeah. you know, and all that. And cause I, I know that feeling, like I know being like, I don't know if you remember the first time you had anxiety, yes. but I kind of do. And it's like, it's scary. Like, it's like a death feeling. You you're like, like you're am gonna I going to die? die? Yeah. Yes, exactly. And, and like, that's super scary. And like, I, I don't wish anyone to feel like that, especially like kids or yeah. like, especially my niece. Yeah. And that, that sucks. Yeah. It's an ugly, ugly feeling. Anxiety is, I feel like a lot of people have anxiety or have dealt with it and they're kind of to a certain point yeah yeah. and they're kind of like don't talk about it yeah it's like so like like frowned upon or like i think too uh they either don't talk about it or like people like they don't understand it they don't ever understand it but like they they'll be like oh like my anxiety like they take it not as a joke but like something that like they don't think it's as serious as like what they're dealing with like they're anxious because of like something so so small and like that i mean that is a form of anxiety but i don't think people like really fully understand what it is and like there's different everyone deals with anxiety differently and um it's a it's a touchy topic for sure. Yeah, and I think it's something like mental health should be the biggest focus, Absolutely. especially after this. Like, oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, um, like in certain cultures or certain families, like they'll get mad at you if you talk about being depressed or or being anxious, and uh, like it, it shouldn't be like that. Like, you should be so open. Like, I've kept my anxiety inside until like. I finally had like a panic attack. Like I, I thought I was going to die. And like, mm-hmm. I, you know what I mean? I finally had to like, you know, it was just like, um, like shaking up a, like a, a Coke bottle and you know what I mean? It's just so built up and it's yeah. so built up. And then finally it just pops. pops and that yeah. happened to me. And like, I had to like finally tell grandma, like I need to go to the hospital. Like, and for those who've like went to the hospital for anxiety, like, like that, like you said, it feels like you're going to die. Yeah. And, um, like before I ever started accepting it. Cause like, I didn't know what it was. Like, I like, I never knew what it was. I just knew I didn't feel normal. Yeah. Like things weren't okay. Yeah. And, um, I think the older I got, the more I wanted to dive into it and fully understand like why I feel the way I do. Um, but I mean, I think the biggest thing is like, you know, we need to be vocal about it mm-hmm. and, you know, obviously, you know, you don't just need- mental health in general, like not just, you know, anxiety, but, like, depression as well, and, you know, I feel like it's, a lot of people don't talk about it, you know? Yeah, it's, like, taboo. And it's, like, serious, and a lot of people, like, a lot of people need to understand, like, you're not the only one that deals with it. There's probably so many people that you know. It wouldn't even think. Yeah, that deal with it as well. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I mean, I'm sure people will hear this and don't even know that, like, because, I mean, yeah, at the same time, we're not we're not sitting there on on the soapbox and screaming, "Hey, I yeah. have anxiety." Hey, I'm depressed. A lot of people. Or yeah. we go run on Facebook and like sit here and be like, "Yeah, I'm depressed." Like, 
but like we can have these conversations and i think the biggest thing is not holding it in like reaching out to somebody to talk to about it whether it's a therapist or whether it's uh, your mom or your dad or your sister or your friend just like don't hold that in because like like I've had it happen to me multiple times where I held it in and it builds up and it builds up and it's going to pop like it's and it's going to be ugly and I think the biggest thing is to like just the suicide like Mm -hmm. um you know what I mean like keeping people from that point because like like to be that low to where you're like you know what like I don't want to be here like that that's scary like that that's super scary and I think that's the something we should really focus on so i mean for people listening to this if you're dealing with anxiety like definitely reach out to somebody and talk to it like don't hold it in yeah don't i mean even if you reach out to us like i'm always you know i'm always open to you know talk to people about it because i've you know i've dealt with it for a while and just i was at that breaking point like literally at that like my breaking point i was i remember sitting in the car and just crying 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 I text Manuel I was like please come help me like I am not okay something is wrong with me I'm not okay and so um yeah I mean it's it's very it's a touchy topic but like I said there's so many people that you just like that are going through it you know yeah and I I think um with being a man like perspective of it like you know what I mean like no like it's like a pride thing or like a manly thing like oh like i'm I'm fine i'm fine and um but like deep down inside like i think that's the 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 stigma or like the that what keeps like men from expressing their feelings or expressing how they feel or like what they're going through or dealing with because like i mean we're raised like you know what i mean like those those tough dads are Mm -hmm. like you know don't don't cry are you a girl or something or you know be a man or and I, I think, you know, we got to kind of start raising our kids, like, to be open and, like, talk to you about these things. And, like, we don't need that 1950s, like, you know, man-man type of, yeah. type of you know, bringing up our, our kids. That's kind of how I get with Gianni, too, because he is really, he's very emotional. He's a lover, for he's sure. He's a like, lover, <laughs> for sure. And he's, like, very emotional. Like, he gets his feelings hurt, and he cries a lot. And there's times where I'm like, like, dude, you are not a girl. You're a boy. Stop crying. And then I, like, kind of back up, and I'm like, you know what? He should express his feelings, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. He, I, I think for men, like... It, it, it's it's got to be more acceptable and like changing and, and we start with like our youth by doing that Manuel had anxiety for the longest and he dealt i did not i had no idea he that, had anxiety and he finally told me i was like you've had anxiety he's like yeah i was like why didn't you tell me he's like i don't know what are you gonna do you know especially for coming him like for those who know him like i mean he's a manly man you know what i mean he's he's tough like you know what i mean don't you know he's like that so to hear him like have that like i mean that's that's uh, you know everyone could deal with it and i hope just by listening to this that helps push you towards uh you know like seeking help or like talking Talking about about it it. just just talk about it like just talking about it like just will relieve so much stress i'm because i when i was younger i thought i was like i was the only person in the world to have this you know what I mean like I'm the only person to feel like this and like that that's scary but like to know that somebody's going through the same things that you are like it'll help you and maybe 
maybe they could give you advice of how they handle it mm-hmm. um and you could take that and then because i mean like I've, I've talked to people about it before and like i think you know we've had multiple conversations about it and like um in the end i think you have to learn how to deal with it on your own yeah it you know anxiety is not like a, a one-size-fits-all like not there's not one fix for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? There, there has to be different things and you got to keep an open mind with it and you have to try different things to, to help it. Yeah. And I mean, another thing like uh, is, is depression. Like depression is scary. Like when you're deep in depression, like it, it's like, it's like, like sinking sand, like, you know what I mean? And, and like, I know when all my thing, my stuff happened, um, like that was my lowest point, mm-hmm. like in my life, with my DUI and losing and losing my job, and like that, like I honestly could say that was the lowest point of my life. And I think by not having Lila, really kept me from going like down a really dark road. Like having Lila and, and Natalie, like really saved me. But like Lila, like like I always say, she saved my life. Like because who knows which which path I would have take. Um, you know what I mean? Like getting deeper in, into alcoholism or like, yeah. um, you know, I've, I've always, I've always steered away from drugs. Um, you know, I'm not perfect, but, uh, you know what I mean? Like those type of situations and those, those circumstances are why people go down that road. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think, uh, you know, just having her there and like, that's another thing, like, like just having kids, like, I, I mean, you know what I mean? I know everyone's situation is different, but I just don't understand how people could not be in their kids' uh-huh. lives. Like, you know what I mean? And or like pick something over their own children. Like, yeah, there's nothing. Sure. There's nothing. Like, I, my my daughter will be number one no matter what. Like, there's nothing that could ever steer me away from wanting to be in her life or like being there. Like, nothing could ever take me away from that. And so, um, it's like you we we're living for our kids now Mm -hmm, exactly like Like. it's it's so much more motivation for me for sure like I I definitely had motivation in the past but like this was like just the ultimate boost of like I need to do everything I can like I I need to I need to be the best that I can and I hold myself definitely to a higher standard because of that yeah like I'm living today like I'm alive today because of my children Mm mm-hmm because of my kids so like with the whole anxiety and depression thing I was like you know like you got to get it together like you have to get it together because your kids need you like who's gonna take care of them who's gonna love them like you do nobody you Mm -hmm. know they they need me so you know I fought a little bit harder just because of them yeah and and you've always been like that and now I get to experience that I mean I'm because I mean you were 18 when you had your first uh, baby and um, yeah. <laughs> I was I 28 up, so yeah. 10 years like <laughs> 10 year difference like I'm like you know how much like and obviously like there's timings everything like you know what I mean everything happened I, I've, I've had uh, you know the baby with with the right person mm-hmm. and I, I did it the right way but I was like if I would have had a kid and like I felt about the kid like how I do with my 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 honey like you know how much like bullshit and like trouble and everything I would have avoided and headache. Like I probably would have been a millionaire now, but timing's everything. So I I mean, I don't really reflect on that, but like, I know like I'm going the right way and I got the right mindset and the mind, the right, like, uh, like drive to be where I want to go. And and it's, it's all from one person. Yeah. That's that's half of you. (laughs) Yeah. 
it's crazy to hear you you know talk like that because i'm like there for years i'm like i didn't think you were gonna have kids i thought you didn't yeah. want kids just you know you you always said i don't want kids and i just was like jordan's not gonna have kids like yeah and I, I was like it's always <laughs> yeah i was always and that's why i was like johnny like that's i get my fix with him like yeah. you know i because i mean you know what i mean we, me and him are super close but then it's just like that was your son i would always say that's not my son yeah, that should have been your yeah. son <laughs> Yeah, and it's like I yeah I mean I remember I was like I'm gonna have kids I ain't never gonna have kids and I think that's because I didn't meet the right person yeah and um I don't know like I think secretly part of me was just like didn't want to risk putting my kid through any like hurt or anxiety or like you know ha- having a baby with you know somebody that I wasn't a hundred percent committed to mm-hmm. and I think that's why I try to avoid it. Um, but yeah, I mean, since, soon as I found out I had, uh, like Natalie was pregnant, like something clicked in me. It was like weird. Like it was like a switch and like something just changed and it was like dad mode. And like, yeah. I was like, okay. And then when I first seen her and like first held her, I was like, okay. Like, you know what I mean? That, that just put me on a different level as far as like, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I now's, now's the time to start the journey and becoming, the absolute best possible person I can be for for this for this little baby. Yeah. And having that fire. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, so uh, your your business. So. Oh yeah, we that's what we were supposed to. Yeah, talk about. that's that's the whole point of this. But I, I mean, I'm glad we got it. Uh, got to talk about a lot of a lot of good stuff. So, yeah. Um, yeah ex- explain. Ex- explain what you do. Okay. So well. Um, I started, you know, kind of what really started back in, let's see, I was pregnant with Nolan and I, so I was a medical assistant. Um, and then I got pregnant with Nolan and just decided that I, well, we didn't really have anybody to like take care of him, you know, when, you know, I, if I was to go back to work. So I decided to stay home. Um, but I've always felt like I was always like a hustler you know I always needed to make my own money mm-hmm. so I decided to start doing I don't know what st- how it started but I just remember seeing like Starbucks cups like people were making them all cute putting little decals on them and I was like I want to do that so I started that um and so it kind of took off last yeah I would say what kind of when COVID hit so last year it kind of took off for me I kind of expanded um, I started doing like, you know, custom, you know, Starbucks cups. Even before that, you were doing like the tamales. Uh, yeah. You were, you were, uh, I just else? always made a way, you know, or found a way to make money. So, um, yeah, so I started doing the cups and then I kind of expanded to doing like, you know, custom items. Um, I do like custom pop sockets, um, just a bunch of different like stuff. I'm very like crafty so just like little disney characters or like mm-hmm. i i seen the bad bunny ones those ones are, are yeah that's are my new thing so you know girls love bad bunnies yeah so. and you know what's crazy <laughs> is like from you starting to do this i'm like like girls like love the dumbest things yeah, to me it's dumb but like to them love <laughs> cups. like they cups love like you cups. like you love cups like why do you guys love cups i don't know i, I it's like it's a co- like a coffee thing like i don't like you gave me a couple cups and yeah. like i like i appreciate them because you made them uh-huh. and like you know it, it's close to me but i'm like it's a cup like <laughs> for me it's more like the coffee i don't know like you know girls tell me they're like i drink way more water now because of my cute cup 
And so I'm like, that's just, I guess it's just like a girl thing, you know? Yeah, us guys will never understand it the way you guys won't understand why we do the things we do. But uh, yeah, so I mean, it, it really blew up. Like I, yeah, I slowly seen, because what you, you started with like friends and family, people you knew on Facebook. Yeah, so just like my my friends, some family, um, a lot of my in-laws, um, I would just like design little, you know, stuff for them and put it on. So it really started with the, the reusable Starbucks cups. Um, and so it started off with that. And then I've just like, I've always been really into like craft stuff. I got that from my mom. Um, we, you know, growing up, we had a huge, like our basement was a huge craft room. So we did all kinds of crafts. So I've just kind of always been like into that and, you know, like, um, you know, just crafty stuff. So Uh, that was like your calling. Yeah, because you kind of started off with like uh, just like name cups. And I I think like, you know, somebody get a cup with their name on it. Yeah, just put a name and then I kind of got more detailed and then just expanding into. Yeah, I mean, to see where like you first started to like now I'm like, whoa, like and and it looks like legit. Like like if you were to buy it from the store and it's like you definitely put your all into it. And that's kind of why it's hard to get a hold of you. (laughs) (laughs) So it's hard to get a hold of me. Yeah. Um, I just posted, I think, like maybe a month ago, like why you can't get a hold of me. Like I had like 190 messages, text messages. You posted that picture, right? Of like just all your notifications. Yeah, all my notifications. So, um, um, yeah, that's why you can't get a hold of me. But I'm very grateful, you know. So it started off kind of slow. You know, I kind of just did it, you know, here and there for people. And then I kind of just got really into it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to make this my business. So I started doing like business cards, um, kind of just being more professional about it like I was constantly posting and promoting new things um and then I decided to open up a Etsy shop and so it kind of took off you know I feel like once I opened my shop it took off from there like I got a lot more followers on my social media from like all over the world, I I uh, saw so you yeah. uh, you sent a cup to somebody in Hawaii. Yeah, no, so I haven't shipped to Hawaii. I've shipped to everywhere in the United States besides Hawaii, Vermont, and Washington D.C. So everyone listening, if you know somebody in in Vermont, yes. Washington, uh, um, all those places have somebody buy a cup so you can touch on all 50 states have yes, you done anything out of the goal. country yet no so well i don't ship out of the country like because you have that choice on etsy if you want to oh you know, do ship like international outside. yeah but i was like no i'm just gonna stick you know to just shipping in the united states for now but now that i'm like okay i might you know open that up and branch out more but i was just you know when i was putting posted my picture of like all the states that i've shipped to i was like that is crazy like my work is everywhere in the united states besides those places so i'm there that's my goal <laughs> i told manuel my goal by the end of the year was to have a thousand followers and i hit that i actually kind of went over a little bit um now you got to do 10 i know <laughs> <laughs> i'm hoping you know i i i tease i say it a lot that i hope tiktok i go viral on tiktok so <laughs> i'm sure you will i mean people i see some dumb tiktoks that have like a million views and i'm like why does that that have that but um no, yeah, I mean, it's, it's so it's crazy because, I mean, you started in South Denver, mm-hmm. you know, and slowly expanded out, and now you're almost touching 50 states. Yeah, and even, I've shipped all over to California, New Jersey, Florida, Texas, 
and the power of Etsy. And I, I've seen the numbers, and I, I mean, we won't talk about it, but like, yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you're doing good. It's <laughs> legit. Like, I was just saying, I was talking to um, a friend of mine. I was like, you know what? I'm, I do, I'm doing way better staying at home, you know, with my business than I did being a medical assistant. So eventually, so my goal, really, my goal is to start this and. So my daughter, my oldest daughter, she'll be 13. So I kind of just want to, you know, start it, get it going for her, branch out more. Like we're doing a lot more. I have a few more things that I'm going to start this year. I won't say anything, but um, a some few. Some big things are coming. Yeah, some big things are coming. But my goal is to, you know, just, you know, step back. Like once I get to where I want to get to and it be consistent and like a big thing, I want to like step back and just give it to um, to Leah, I want it to be, I kind of did it for her, you know, so she can a generation wealth. Yeah. So she can just have her own business as a teenager, learn how to interact with people, be creative, make her own money. And so, yeah, it's kind of more for her. And then eventually I do want to go back to the medical field. Awesome. I mean, that's awesome to hear. And I mean, who knows where this can go or like what it'll lead to and you know what I mean just just planting that seed you know that's awesome I mean it's like it's for the kids now you yeah, know for the like kids, it's for, for sure. it's for the kids mm-hmm. and I love that and um I mean so you you have the 3D printer and that's how you do the pop sockets right No so I have a 3 okay so I have my um I have a Cricut machine um, that is magic. <laughs> so if you don't have that, you should definitely get that. Or if you're looking into getting that, you know, definitely get it. it. It does pay off for sure. You could do so many things with that. Um, so we started off with the Cricut machine and then just a laptop. And I kind of, you know, did like the cups and stuff like that. A lot of my decals are made off of that. I do have a 3D um, printer that I've kind of used. I don't make the pop sockets off of that. I actually order like pieces to that oh okay. but you can make all kinds of stuff um well you're because uh, i know I've, I've already asked you one for the uh the, I, the ipod case Are, is that something that you're working on or is it something you're gonna do yet no so that's just like added into my shop i don't make those oh okay. so i kind of just that's like one of the things that i'm you know branching out into doing is those will be okay so you, okay but those i do not make and those aren't made with my 3d printer no okay yeah because i know like every now you'll send me something like new machine and i'm like <laughs> like all right like you you just got like so many of these ideas and like yeah, you're I putting them so together much. yeah and i'm like yeah i mean it's it's awesome from where you started and like i'm super proud of you know like what you did and like you just started off like i i think that's the biggest thing now this day and age and that's what my goal was with this podcast is like just start with your inner circle mm-hmm. and spiral out. Yeah. And like that's what you did. And, you know, just you kind of having like that small business mindset and like that hustler's mindset, like, you know, that inspires me. And I'm sure it's inspired others. Like, um, yeah, I see a lot. Actually, I see a lot of people now that are, you know, doing the same thing that I, you know, that I'm doing. And I think that's great for me. It's not like, like oh, my gosh, oh, she's copying me. me. Or, yeah, yeah. That, that for me, it's not that I'm like. I feel like, you know, with the whole COVID thing, a lot of people had to figure out a way because a lot of people lost their jobs, you know. So I feel like a lot of people had to make 
or figure out a way to make money and you know what better way to do it than you know being crafty yeah. so do something you're good at figure yeah. out what you're good at and capitalize on that and learn and the power of the internet i mean you can find out anything on the internet for sure like you could google something like so dumb like how to open a door on the internet and there'll be a hundred videos of people opening doors or you know what i mean that's it's how like, I, that's how i <laughs> well, figured that, out how to use a cricket machine it's all the <laughs> internet printer, yeah. like that's how that's how you got to where you are and it's just like we're so fortunate with the um the technology the modern technology that we can do anything like you can set like you could figure out a way to do it like i googled like how to start a a podcast Mm -hmm. and learned all these things and like to get me to where i am and it's so easy to do um you you just got to put your mind to it you got to have that drive uh you know not everyone's gonna have kids and you know have that that type of motivation but you know find a motivation and put yourself there and I think that's the big, what I'm trying to do with this is, you know, bring these entrepreneurs in, bring these business-minded people in, these people that are, you know, doing things out of the ordinary or, you know, trying to do something for themselves and bring them in here, you know, uh, pick their brains, you know, understand why they do it and what they're doing it for and putting it out there and just trying to inspire others. I think, I don't know, with COVID, like, we need positivity, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's been so much negativity in the world, and, you know, people against each other, and, you know, all this negativity, like, let's be positive, let's lift each other up, and I like how you said, because it's it's so easy to, like, you know, see somebody, because I I think nobody nobody I knew was making cups, Mm -hmm. like, before I seen you do it, Mm -hmm. Um, and then, like, now you kind of see, like, you know, pop up a little bit here and there, where it's so quick to be like, oh, they're copying me. Yeah. You're like, no, that's good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they don't have the same clientele you have, or they're right. not going to make the same cups that you make. Like, it's a free market, um, you know? And, like, the same thing with, like, the podcast. Like, you know what I mean? I'm going to encourage everyone to do it. And uh, when I, I started talking about that I was going to do it, you know, people were like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do one, too. And where I'm, like, want to be, like, or not that I want to be, but easy to be like, oh, great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. I'm like, that's awesome. Hey, come on my show. You know what I mean? Have me on your show. Like, let's do it. Let's network. And I think um, there's like a bunch of different businesses where it's just like the power of networking and the power of social media, like you can really get to where you want to go or blow up. Um, like the, sure. the theme party creations. Yeah, uh, Tessa. Her. She's amazing. Yeah. And I, uh, you know, I, I want to have her on the show. I'm, I'm going to have uh, Janet and Edith and um, just even even Janet and Edith. Yeah, with Edith the, the lashes. Yeah, they're just all like, like, I don't know, just, you know, they're inspirational. I mean, just women in general. Yeah. And and I'm all about I'm all about the ladies now that I have a daughter. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm <laughs> all about the woman empowerment. Uh-huh. And you know what I mean? Like, like let's let's push our women and our daughters, you know, to the highest height because you know what I mean. Like they could do it. Like we got our first female president. Like yeah. that, you know what I mean. Like that that's super high. And like you know what I mean. I'm I'm all about that. I'm all about women empowerment. And you y'all could do it too. You know yeah. what I mean. You guys could hold it down too. Um, yeah. So just you know, they're great. Tessa's great. I feel like she kind of you know. Um, I feel like she kind of started it for a lot of people, a lot of women um, in Denver, you know. I yeah, feel like she, to me, she was like, I guess, one of the like first, you know, small business owners that I started like following and looking into. And she's a great person. If you know her personally, she's just always happy. Um, she's very professional. She's great. 
and then even with you know Janeth and their eyelashes I'm like they're amazing women so just women in general you know owning it, it doesn't matter what you do like if you're a woman or like even like a stay-at-home mom just trying to find a hustle like I'm gonna support you like even there's like some girls that were selling like you know little Mexican candies and she's like I'm a single mom I'm just trying to you know make and uh, men's eat or ends me yeah ends me <laughs> and so i was like you know what girl i'm gonna buy your candy so you know i bought her candy so and that's how we need to be like you know what i mean you support my business i'll support mm-hmm. yours i'll get my people to support your business you know what i mean and it's something so simple as just to share on facebook yeah. like you know what i mean like like let's get rid of that haters mentality let's get rid of you know that negativity like let's let's empower each other let's Let's do everything we can. If I can't buy something from you or if it's something that I don't want or I don't like, uh, let me help you by promoting you. It's just that, And it's just a share. Like, it don't cost shares. you nothing. It's the shares, the likes, the comments. Honestly, that it means so much as a small business owner. Like, you know, I have one friend. She, um, she would constantly buy from me. She didn't care what, you know, you know, what the price was. She just constantly bought everything I posted. She's like, I want that. I want that. I want that. And then she would share, she would like, she would comment. So a lot of my followers happen to be, you know, just from people sharing, you know, my page or the my pow- work. Yeah, the power of numbers. Mm-hmm. For sure. The power of numbers. And it's not easy. It's definitely, you know, it, it's hard work owning a small business. It, it takes a lot of time. Um, it takes you away from family time. I've, you know, it took away from like my personal social media, so my family, so it's, there's a lot into it. It's not as easy as it looks, but it's definitely worth it. I feel like if you have something that you love, you know, you love to do and, you know, go for it for sure. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Jump, jump in the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we kept, <laughs> we could talk all day. Yeah. But uh, no, I want to thank you for for coming on, and um, you know you're you're definitely somebody I wanted on here just to explain our story and everything we've been through and what you're doing, and just have the positivity. Plus, you're my favorite favorite sibling. I'll say that. <laughs> but um, yeah, thank you again. Yeah, thank and, you for having me. Um, yeah. So, um, how tell people how they how they can find you on social media or you know. How can they buy cups from you? Yeah, so um, just go follow me on um, Instagram. That's kind of where I post a lot on Instagram. It's at madebyzay uh, underscore. And then I have a link on my bio that kind of takes you, you know, throughout all my social media um, profiles, like my TikTok. And then you can purchase anything um, that you see or like through, um, you could DM me on Instagram. Or if you'd like, you can purchase through my Etsy shop. Yeah, and in the description, I'll, I'll put um, that that link and, um, you know, all, all your handles and all that. So, yeah, anyone who wants to reach out. And, and they're awesome. Like I said, I mean, it's a, it's a cup to me. You know, it's more than a cup just because my sister made it. But, um, you know, you, you put a lot of hard work into it, and they're awesome. So, you know, I, I definitely vouch for it. And, you know, I, uh, buy your sister, your mom, somebody a cup. Yeah, <laughs> Valentine's lo- coming yeah, up. Yeah, val- Valentine's Day is coming up. I'm sure you'll have some type of uh, theme because I know you're doing the Halloween theme, and it's like each holiday, you know, you, you, you go with the theme. So, you know, get a cup for every every holiday in the year. Yeah, and Keep- it's not just cups, too. Like, I have so much more that I – Go check out my page. You'll yeah, see you'll, a lot you'll of see you'll see all of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keep supporting her. Um, 
you know what I mean? Be the reason why she, she doesn't respond to me till a day later. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually, it's going really good for me. I've actually was just saying that, um, I'm probably going to look into getting like an assistant to run all my social media because I just can't keep up. Like my orders are crazy and, and it's not like I'm like bragging about it. You know, it's more for me is I'm so grateful. Like I'm really, really grateful ju- just for the shares or the likes or just the purchases, you know, um, I'm really grateful for that because this is something that I love to do. And for me, it's more for like it's going to be like I'm working hard and I'm doing this all for my daughter. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, like she said, uh, anyone interested want to want to run her social media account, yes. have that experience. I think you said you're looking for um, like single moms yeah. or like stay at home moms. Mm-hmm. Um, you even said like maybe like girls in high school. Yeah anything so yeah if you're hearing this reach out like i said all all of her info will be in the description uh go go follow go hit a like um doesn't cost you anything you know let's keep empowering each other let's keep our businesses running let's support each other yes yeah so uh, again thank you everyone for listening uh thank you to my sister for coming on sharing your story thank you Um, for having me i'll be back guys yeah she'll be back watch (laughs) we'll have another conversation about how you know she's a millionaire or something she's she's gonna you know pay for her brother's podcast studio hopefully so (laughs) one day yeah one day we'll be there we'll be there (laughs) shoot for the stars and you know land on the roof but uh yeah thank you again guys um Keep liking, uh, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. Um, yeah, and take care. Oh, I wanted to share this too. I, I seen it on the internet, um, just kind of like a little motivational quote or something. So there's no losses in life or anything you do. There's only lessons. So you either win or it's a lesson. All right, and end it with that. All right, everyone, take care. Thank you.